This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Hello, listeners. Host Matthew here, and we have another live show coming up in Seattle. This one is on Sunday, November 6th at Barboza. That's on Capitol Hill in Seattle. And it is not just us this time. We are being joined by hilarious stand-up comedian Kathleen Nicosi and hilarious podcast Sexual Awaken Bacon. So that is three hilarious things for the price of one at Barboza on Capitol Hill on November 6th. For tickets, go to bit.ly slash smbarboza. That's bit.ly slash s-m-b-a-r-b-o-z-a this episode is brought to you by crane and canopy and if you hate stuffing your duvet cover and making your bed as much as we do you will love crane and canopy's nova duvet cover i host matthew have one of these duvet covers and it is great it features a zipper enclosure not clumsy buttons it's got interior corner ties so your comforter stays in place and an accent panel to create the fold over top sheet look you can put the duvet inside the duvet cover in about 30 seconds with this one compared to like i don't know 17 minutes with the other kind visit craneandcanopy.com slash spilled and enter the code spilled at checkout for 10 percent off your next bedding purchase that's c-r-a-n-e and canopy.com slash spilled and enter the code spilled at checkout for 10 percent off i'm molly and i'm matthew and this is spilled milk the show where we cook something delicious eat it all and you can't have any and today we're talking about espresso drinks <laughs> and maybe it, iced espresso it drinks. is like 85 degrees in matthew's apartment right now i know and we, rising i know we complain about the heat a lot on this show but seriously people when we are taping we have to close all the windows and because yeah. otherwise there'd be street noise and so you know it just it, the the temperature is rising and, and plus i mean look at us like we are heating things up oh yeah i mean we are we're we're fine like you know like what F-O-Y-N-E. It's like fine, but more so. Oh, like it's biatch. Some, yeah, we're foin, we're foin biatches. Oh, cool. oh boy. Oh. We, have, we have less, I mean, I in particular have less street credibility than, I, I just said street credibility instead <laughs> of just street cred. Oh boy. Okay, cool. We are, we are off to a dangerous start here. Okay, so let's, let's talk about espresso drinks. Okay, so when did you first, I mean, we, espresso drinks in the U.S. have, uh, you know, grew up in, within our lifetime, within our, within our 
noticing this sort of thing, yeah, right? I, I remember as a kid, I remember my parents sort of discovering cappuccinos somewhere. Well, first of all, I remember there being a restaurant in Oklahoma City in the 80s called Cappuccinos. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I want to hear all about this. I remember we had a, we had match, like a, like matches from cappuccinos. Like apostrophe S? I think so. Oh, or I maybe, love this. Or maybe it was called Cappuccino. I can't remember. But anyway, it was in the... Uh, the oh, build- let me guess. It was in the Cassidy Square Mall. It was not. It was in Damn the building it. that now houses the Metro, for all of you who live in Oklahoma City. Anyway, and that was the first time I ever heard the word cappuccino. Uh, uh, stop threatening to interrupt me, Matthew. Anyway, and I remember at a certain point, there must have been someplace in town or my parents somehow discovered espresso outside of you know, on a trip. But I remember my dad buying an espresso machine. Oh. And because obviously they must have had espresso for the first time on a vacation because maybe Italy, maybe Italy, (laughs) Um, Italia. Um, But anyway, uh, I remember my dad, I think my first exposure to espresso was because my dad was like getting really geeky about it in the 80s in our home kitchen. Now, this is this is interesting because I haven't really started to think through the full ramifications of the of my espresso memory lane until just now. Oh wait, I I, I wow, forgot the, the ramifications thing. of your espresso memory lane. <laughs> you have lost all your street credibility. <laughs> no, that's how kids talk. <laughs> uh, cool kids. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, uh, I was going to say before before we get into my memory lane, do, do you have an idea of what my mental map of Oklahoma City looks like? <laughs> it's uh, I, I just started thinking about it's this. Brahms only in, yep. in your mental map it's labeled Borgs <laughs> exactly uh, Cassidy Square yep and um, somewhere near Cassidy Square is Sean the maitre d at Hunan the Chinese restaurant no I imagine that being in Cassidy Square and that Sean... is in Cassidy Square oh, yeah okay yeah. So, so yeah so in Cassidy Square there's like a bagel place yes there's there's Hunan where Sean works Sean Cassidy <laughs> works so I imagine being Sean Cassidy uh, except and he was then, Asian right and then your house and then most of the rest of the city is like horse paddocks. <laughs> I love that that's what you think. Um, and I'm if, gonna, and I'm if not, I'm wrong, I don't want to hear yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell you any different. I'm not going to go on Google Earth and, and try and confirm or deny this. Well, now you can add cappuccino. Or uh, maybe cappuccinos. cappuccinos. I, want it, I really want it to be called cappuccinos. Hey, wait, yes. hold on. I have another place to add to your map. So the, the first place that I really remember ordering espresso drinks myself was a coffee shop called Medina's. I don't know if it still exists. It was in the Paseo neighborhood of Oklahoma City, which was south of, of where we lived. Um, anyway, and when I was a freshman in high school, this was where I used to hang out with my friends, and this is where there were poetry readings, and oh, where I occasionally read my poetry. Absolutely, you're but, right. And what I would always order at Medina's was um, a mocha, mm-hmm. of course, yes. a mocha, as, as previously discussed on whatever episode we talked about the the poetry readings. Was that ham and cheese? I don't know. It was something where we got extremely off topic and never got, never came back. I think it was ham and cheese. Anyway, so I would order a mocha and then I would also order this like mocha layer cake they had that was decorated with coffee beans. On oh, the espresso coated yes. coffee beans. I mean, oh, chocolate coated coffee beans. I can beans. so visualize Can't this. Can't you? Yes. And the frosting was like really glossy and kind of piped on. I would still eat the shit out of that kind yeah, of mocha It was mocha really cake. good. It was really, really good. So I think that was, so I was 15 then and um God, somehow I could order a mocha at night at a poetry oh. reading, and I was fine. 
Yeah, I no, wouldn't no. even I wouldn't even dare order an espresso drink like after after one p.m. No, I mean it's this is why teenagers believe themselves to be indestructible because to an extent they are. Yeah. You know, like me too. I remember um, I would also, I would go to a Starbucks and get a mocha and, you know, with probably uh, like a big one with like a couple of shots of espresso in it. And yeah, and I would drink this like after school. I would drink this in the evening. No problem. If I did that now, I would be like some sort of, I would, I would haunt the city at night. I, I feel anxious even thinking about I know. doing it. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's, I, we should also add, I feel like we should do uh, just one moment of actual information. Like a moment of silence? No, one moment of actual useful information in this episode. I know I don't usually do that. Okay. But I just feel like we need to say, I think people tend to think that espresso is really high in caffeine because it's strong tasting. However, because, so, so, as you probably know, Matthew. I don't. What, I don't. Oh, I mean, maybe. You don't know this? You haven't said it yet, so, so I don't what, know. Why am I saying anything? What determines the amount of caffeine that makes it into a finished cup of, of coffee? Cup of Joe, Whether it's it. a cup of Joe. That's what the cool kids call it on the street. <laughs> cool. Java. Yeah. Java. You, you guys want to go for a cup of Joe Java? Joe <laughs> Java. <laughs> anyway, um, what determines that is how long the, the water is in contact with with the oh, ground coffee. Okay. So you can think about like espresso. I mean, think about how quickly espresso is made. Like it's very high pressure. The The water is not in contact with the grounds for very long. And so there's not actually nearly as much caffeine in the final version as there is in say brewed coffee where the water is in contact with the grounds for much longer. Is that? And so like French press, for instance, where the water sits with the grounds for like four or five minutes is going to have way right. more caffeine per cup than a, spre- than a shot of espresso. But also espresso is a smaller amount, and so you have That's to kind true. of adjust that also. That's true, but, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, sort of drink their espresso in sort of its elongated form as oh, a, like Americano. an Americano. An Americano, like for, the, for like an eight-ounce... Elongated, I like that. <clears throat> in French. Oh, God, here I go again. You would call it a café allongé. Oh, and in, in Italian it would be a uh, lunghi. Oh, right? it makes sense. It's, lo- it's long. Why do I know that? I don't know I why you no know I have no idea that. where that Weird. came from. Wow. I'm happy for you that you dredged um, that up. Okay. So uh, I, I think I started drinking espresso beverages around the same time as you. I definitely started with the mocha because it's candy. My dad had no interest in this stuff. I'm 99% he a coffee sure. He was a all? black brewed coffee drinker, still is. Um, and I think he took a look at this and was like, this is bullshit. Oh, I'm... man, that makes me sad. Richard, man, have you, like, like No, taste I think it, that dude. makes him cool. Yeah, but it's, like, I get it. Like, if you want to poo-poo mochas or whatever, like, but, I, you know, the flavor of coffee made, like, the flavor of espresso, the flavor that comes out of coffee beans when you make espresso is really different from the flavor you get even from really great brewed coffee. Um, I, I totally agree, um, and uh, and I think you should continue picking on my dad mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it makes for a great episode because mm-hmm. he's going to listen and then he's going to call you. Although, Richard, thank you so much for hanging out with June so much at her birthday party. Oh, I, I mean, thought you were going to say. you were awesome. Thank you for, for raising me and molding me into the man I am today. <laughs> thank you for raising Matthew <laughs> and molding him into the co-host I love today. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, now that we're talking about, like, raising children and I mentioned my child June said to me as she was painting a picture yesterday first she, she said, goes mommy I want a mocha no she said I want to be an artist when I grow up Aww. and I was like oh that's great yeah go for it and then she goes no actually I want to be a podcaster 
What? Isn't that amazing? <gasps> She's going to be four oh in two weeks. Oh, my God. And then she said, I want to have a podcast with you, Mommy. Oh. So look out, Matthew. Well, yeah, she can't. You're mine. <laughs> um <laughs> Isn't that the best that thing you've so ever heard? That is so adorable. Because she used to say that when she grew up, she wanted to be a doctor or a dinosaur. <laughs> what? I mean, those are both really... Those Strong are, options. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what every Jewish mother wants, right? <laughs> yeah, a doctor or a dinosaur. Be a doctor or a dinosaur. <laughs> or a podcaster. Um, what does she think a podcaster is? I don't know, but she knows that you and I have a podcast, and... But I don't even really know how much she knows about that. It's not like uh -huh. I sit around and talk about it all the time. Does she listen to the show? She does not listen to the Good. show. She, Yeah, right? Seriously. Um, she may sometimes hear me listening to other podcasts. Um, yeah, like, uh, is she really into This American Life? She's so into This American Life. Yeah, um, no, she's really into fresh air. Oh, does she like Planet Money? They've been doing this great <laughs> series about oil. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, she's more of like a death, sex, and money kind of oh, person. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, so many good podcasts for three-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what, what podcast isn't, really? Does she like My Dad Wrote a Porno? Oh, she's uh, crazy about it. She's like, My Dad Wrote a Porno, too. Yeah. I think what my dad, who, who, to my knowledge, has not written a porno, would say uh, is that he's perfectly happy with brewed coffee. He doesn't need to add any additional uh, type of coffee to his routine, so leave me alone. Hmm. And I can I can respect that. I can respect that, too. He doesn't host a food show. He doesn't. He doesn't. You know, he can just keep on drinking that brewed coffee, which, for the record, I also enjoy. But this is a show about espresso this drinks. This is a show about espresso drinks. Now, Mocha, Mocha is where I started this morning, I had a type of espresso drink that I've never had before, and I really had to go all over town to find it. And so how did you hear about this? Uh, I don't remember. Didn't Abby tell you about it? I think Abby told me about Great. it. You better say Abby told you about it. If she did, otherwise she will kill us. You know what? I think Abby told me about it. Great. Okay, tell us what it is. Okay, so it's the espresso and tonic. So I, I'm going to tell you about my whole morning. It's yeah, going to be do. very boring. Please do. So um, I woke up at about 6.30. I, <laughs> I did my morning spa treatment. Which... You really are going to tell us all about your morning. Okay, Cut to the so chase, dude. Here's the chase. Um, I wanted to try this espresso and tonic because I'm like, uh, I like gin and tonics, and people are talking about espresso and tonics. I think this may be more like something people were talking about two years ago. And I really like bitter flavor. So yeah. it sounds good to me. I like espresso. I like tonic. So, so, um, and, and I was like Googling around. And it seemed like lots of places serve this. So I went uh, to three different coffee places on Capitol Hill, which uh, is a neighborhood of Seattle that is mostly coffee places. And uh, none of them had it. Although one said, uh, the third place I went to, Broadcast Coffee, said, uh, you, you, we don't have that, but you should try our Sparkle Pony, which is a shot of espresso over Perrier mineral water, sparkling mineral hmm. water. Did you try it? I liked it a lot. Yeah? I did. Huh. Like, how did the flavor of the Perrier work with the espresso? So, have you ever had one of those, like, Italian bottled espresso sodas, like a BB Cafe? No. Okay, well, it was kind of like that, but with, like, a little more freshly brewed, freshly... Do you call it brewed when it's espresso? <sighs> pulled? Freshly pulled? Whatever. Freshly tugged? Freshly... <laughs> freshly uh, squeezed? <laughs> fresh squeezed espresso flavor. That's what they call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what all the cool three-year-old coffee drinkers call it. And uh, I thought that was great. Uh, I continued on to Pioneer Square, where I went to Elm Coffee. Is it called Elm Coffee Roasters? Elm Coffee Roasters, okay. yep. Mm -hmm. And they had it. So they call it the, just the espresso tonic. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It is uh, a shot of espresso um, stirred into tonic water on ice. 
And I thought it was very good. I, I was wondering whether it was going to be really bitter. Uh, it's not like the, the bitterness of the espresso and tonic water sort of cancel each other out somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little sweet, I thought. It Was it sweetened somehow or was it from the tonic? Just from the tonic. I mean, tonic water is very sweet. Yeah. Um, and uh, but but I liked it. Which did you prefer, that or the Sparkle Pony? The Sparkle Pony. I would wow. I would drink that any time. And I don't drink coffee very often. And when I do, I usually get decaf. But I got both of these calf, and I'm like flying high. I'm flying high. Yeah, like a bird, like a Sparkle Pony, like like a flying Sparkle Pony with wings, like a Sparkle, sparkle is Pegasus. Magic. Yes. Oh, um, Sparkle Pegasus. They also had something on the menu called the Purple Pony, which I think was that plus lavender syrup. Didn't, didn't sound good, but the name is great. I intuitively, like, or intellectually, I really like the idea of both of these because mm-hmm. I, I like both elements and and I like both elements. And you're a noted intellectual. I just can't imagine what they taste like together, like tonic and espresso. I just can't quite picture it. I can't get no, there. No, I couldn't either. And, oh, so they, uh, my ton- espresso tonic came up and I went to the counter to pick it up and I sat down and immediately this guy came over to me, um, like, you know, inquisitive guy and was like, oh, I've been meaning to try that. How is it? And I, and I hadn't taken a sip yet. So I had to like take my first sip like in front of this guy so I could tell him how it was. It was very, I really felt like I was on the spot. I bet. I bet. So thanks, guy. So what what do you drink now? Well, you mentioned you're not really a coffee drinker, but when you do... So I will most often get a decaf, cappuccino, or macchiato. Okay. I love a macchiato. Me too. I really love... I love the flavor of espresso. I mean, I like... So my friend Ben, he makes uh, an Americano almost every morning, and Uh then usually in the afternoon he will make himself an espresso, and... Whenever I'm with him and I do that, well, for one thing, I always feel like I'm living dangerously. Because because you're drinking espresso in the afternoon? Yeah, but for yeah. another thing, I'm always reminded of how much I truly love like a well-squeezed a fr- yeah. <laughs> shot. But anyway, so I love- Artisan squeezing. I love a macchiato, but I feel always sad that it doesn't last longer. Well, and that's, that's the whole point. I mean, it's just a double shot with a tiny bit of foam on top. Yeah. But- but anyway, I, I often so so sometimes so here's what I did for a while when like, I want, yeah I want to hear this so what I what I discovered I really liked actually was if I would go in I uh, 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 uh. <laughs> whoa the caffeine just <laughs> wore off I would go into my local coffee shop and I would order a double shot of espresso with two ounces of water added. Interesting. So I could you get... You are a difficult customer. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so basically what I was getting was, you know, a double shot of espresso, which is two ounces, uh-huh. and then two ounces of water. Um, and so it was basically like a really strong Americano. Okay, yeah. Because often, like, so people, I don't know if you know this. I'm not sure if my do, own mother yeah, do knows people know this. this? That basically when you get like an 8-ounce or a 12-ounce or a 16-ounce Americano, it's got the same amount of espresso in it either way. You're just Wait, adding more water. Why Why would your mother know or not know about this? Well, because my mom, I know my oh, mom. Oh, she's an Americano drinker? Yes, and I oh, know okay. she likes strong coffee, but she will often order, you know, like an 8-ounce or a 12-ounce. Oh. But it gets... It get, you're diluting the coffee flavor the more and more water you add to it. You're just paying for more water. Okay, so um, when you so, order this this Frankenstein concoction, it's, first of all, do the people... Um, I'm going to let you talk in a, in a minute, maybe. <laughs> um, do the do the people at the espresso place, uh, do they call out your name when your drink is ready? And if so, do they say, 
Molly. Well, no. So, so the so the first place I ever sort of got up the courage to actually ask for it because I know it's a really was it, was it like precious buying thing to ask for at the drugstore for the first time. It was. It yeah. was. It was a real watershed moment. Um, the first place I ever ordered it maybe was Slate, um, okay. which is a place where it, it is totally acceptable to have um, uh, precise, precious feelings about your coffee. Yeah, high maintenance feelings. Yeah, and their coffee is wonderful. And anyway, I remember they the guy who made it for me told me it was called a dual citizenship. Oh, you're kidding me! They, that it was like it, like Italian and American. They they, they fucking I think they out, made that up. They outfancied you. Yeah, they outfancied me. Like you, you were so, like, I'm going to go in and, and order this this fancy custom drink. They're like, Oh no, we already have a name for that. <laughs> but anyway, so what I do most of the time, if I'm not in a really in a place where I feel safe ordering <laughs> that kind of drink, is I will order whatever the smallest americano that they offer is, and then sure. I'll ask for them to leave lots of room. Ah, yeah. Yeah, they oh, don't, that's they clever. Don't, they don't need to know that I'm not putting milk in it. I Here's what I want to have happen. I want to go into like a, a Starbucks, not one of the fancy ones, but like a regular old Starbucks with you and have you try and order this <laughs> a dual, dual, a, a dual citizenship. citizenship <laughs> like no calling it an Americana with room. And I want to record this and see just see how it goes. Um, the other thing. So I, so I really like uh, that drink, whatever we're going to call it. Yep. I like a macchiato. I also like a cortado, which is kind of like a, a cross between a macchiato and like a short latte. So it's it's Abby explained this to me because it's one of her favorites mm-hmm. and I already forgot. I, I'm sure that Abby can explain it better than I can, but I think of it as um, as having yeah more more milk than a macchiato, but okay. still being less milky than a cappuccino and certainly less milky than a latte, which has sure. the most milk of all. Yeah, I mean, one thing I like the fact that the macchiato is like just one one couple of slurps in like a little ki- tiny cute little cup. I like little cute things. Of course you do. <laughs> um, like but, like sparkle ponies. I guess I should also say that most of the time, if I'm ordering coffee out in the world, it's because I'm sitting somewhere working, and then I'm kind of yes. bummed that it's over so quickly. That's because most good of the point. time, I make coffee for myself, whether it's espresso or not. I make it at home mm-hmm. because have you ever noticed how much all this stuff costs? Oh my god! Like oh, the you're mark- saying espresso. Espresso drinks are expensive. The markup on espresso drinks is amazing. Um, maybe, maybe we could. Do I uh, sound like a? Do I sound like an old man? Do I sound like your dad? Oops, sorry, Richard. <laughs> Did I yeah. just call you an old man? Um, you're you're the first person to notice that that uh, Starbucks figured out how to charge people five dollars <laughs> for eleven cents worth of coffee. This episode is brought to you by Spilled Milk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. This episode is actually brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra. Well, I'm wearing it right now, actually, Matthew. Yes. Yes, oh, my you got eyes the, uh, the, are up here. What uh, is the color called? Uh, virtuous? No, that wouldn't be it. Uh, is it called vivacious? Vivacious. See, I was virtuous. close. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be called that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wearing a black tank top today, and I'm wearing my Third Love bra with it, and the color is called vivacious. It is like this kind of uh, like you, you raspberry very pink. You know what it is. I just say vivacious and you're like, That's yes, right. I know. So anyway, you know, I got to say, I really like this bra. I like the shape it gives me. It is very comfortable. Um, it, it really, it, this is a very lovable bra and I have some friends. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, I love this bra. You're going to love this bra if you know what I mean. 
I, I don't know what the I have some friends part. Man. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> I have some friends here on my chest that oh, I carry around in my third love I bra. see. Okay, no. those kinds of friends. I get it. No, what I really meant is that I've got some friends who ordered a third love bra as a result of this ad, and they love it too. Oh, you mean they went to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk for a free trial, 30 days where they could wash it, wear it, cut off the tags, and if they didn't like it at the end of the 30 days, they could send it back and pay nothing. It's kind of amazing. But they didn't send it back, did they? No, because they, they did loved not. It. They did not, actually. So my friends ordered, uh, like, the, the nude color. Yes. Uh, yeah, which, my wife has one of those. Yeah. My wife, as heard on a previous Third Love ad. Yes, your wife did a, a real bang-up job. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, so I've got a black one and a vivacious one. And, uh, you know, I think I've talked about it a lot, but I, I never get tired of talking about how pretty the straps are. These pleated straps with, like, gold hardware. I know, I can see one right now. I'm so fancy when I wear this bra, and I love it. So if you want to be fancy, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk and start your free trial today. Do you order different drinks at different places? Um, I do, yeah. Like, I would not order a macchiato at Starbucks because, you know, yeah. their their espresso is, is super uh, roasted, like, to the edge of sanity. And they don't they don't make, like, very smooth steamed milk. I don't know the, the, the chemistry of it. So what would you order there? Um, if we're, yeah, if we're at Starbucks, uh, I mean, if it was today and it's 88 degrees, I would order a Frappuccino, which should probably be its own episode. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I would go, like, a, a, a cappuccino, a dry cappuccino. Cappuccino. At Starbucks, and I, I often go to Starbucks, like if I'm in the airport or something. Sure. You don't have to I, defend yourself. I usually just get drip coffee. Yeah. I don't like drip coffee very much. No, I, I get drip coffee and I, I definitely put milk in it. Um, and if we're talking iced, I will get an iced Americano. I like those a lot. Yeah. I, in general, just don't love iced coffee drinks that much. Do you like cold brew? That's probably also its own episode. Yeah, I think that is its own episode. I like the flavor of cold brew mm-hmm. a lot. Um, Do you like urn brew? The Scottish soda. <laughs> is that real? It's real. Do you like Unibrew? I think it might be Iron The, Br- the I delicious know. beer company. I do like like La Fin du Monde. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and uh, what else do they make? Do you, do you like um, <laughs> do you like a good brew? Ha ha. <laughs> I do. Yeah, me too. Do you like a Unibrow? I yeah, I'm fine with a Unibrow. <laughs> do you like things that are highbrow? Hmm. Now, what that's about a good question. Brow? Yeah, I definitely like things that are lowbrow. Do you like things that are, do you like Punky Brewster? What? <laughs> I'm going with a brew brow sound. Oh, a brew Brewster, I get it. I loved Punky Brewster. I did too. I don't really remember anything about the show. I remember there were a couple of very special episodes, like one where someone gets trapped in a refrigerator. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't remember that. And uh, one um, involving drugs, where the drugs looked ridiculous. Um, like a bunch of like like 17 different multicolored pills. Maybe yeah, this is the, a kind of drug from the, the 80s. Only, what do I know? The only thing that I remember about Punky Brewster is that she was super cute. Oh, yeah. And also that the actress's name was Soleil Moon Fry. Yeah. And if you're going to be an actress, what a great name to have. Oh, yeah. It's 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 the only, I mean. It's the only name to have. It's the only, uh, the other the other name to have is Mayim Bialik. Mm. Those, those are the two names you can have and succeed as a child actor. Cool. Okay. Or Joey Lawrence. Um, oh, hey, I should also add that, that sometimes I will order a short latte. Uh-huh. Which, which is similar to a cappuccino. And which is similar to me to a cortado. Like, it's it's basically, you still get a lot of good espresso flavor, not too much milk. 
I don't like it when the flavor of the milk competes with the espresso because I love the taste of espresso. Yeah, so that, I mean, I think many different things get called, not many, but uh, people have different ideas about what constitutes a, a cappuccino. Like, is yeah. it, you know, is it a short latte basically or is it like mostly foam on top of some espresso? Well, and if, I like, like it both ways. I remember reading not too long ago that an espresso, that the, the way the foam should be should not actually allow you to do like art on top of it. Oh. And like that the foam for a cappuccino <laughs> is different from the foam for a latte or whatever. Sure. So, so you were reading an art article by an asshole is what you're saying <laughs> pretty much i was reading an article by myself <laughs> i mean well i was alone uh-huh you were alone reading your own articles <laughs> <laughs> just kidding it wasn't an article by myself i was just owning my assholeness oh yeah no i mean the fact that that i i mean i think i suggested this episode which makes me worse than you yeah yeah i mean i think that that there's so many places we could go with this episode but i'm content to just stay right where we are right now yeah especially since it's almost over <laughs> Yeah, let's be done. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra might be the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. It's uh, it's made out of super soft memory foam. It makes you look good. It feels good. What is not to love? And you can get a 30-day free trial by going to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. If you love it, keep it and they'll charge your card. If you don't, send it back and they'll charge you nada. Woohoo! So start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. You can find us uh, at any of the 77 coffee shops. Uh, hey, in- do you want to quickly say a couple of your favorites in Seattle? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, I think I think you're more up to date than me on like what's new in the world of coffee places. No, really. You're making a face like you like like you're skeptical, but you know, it's the truth. It is the truth. Um, I uh, I love Espresso Vivace, which is uh, one of the one of the originals, original Seattle espresso places. Totally. Going way back. Totally. I uh, I love the I love the new uh, on the new side the uh, Elm Coffee Roasters is a beautiful space in Pioneer Square and their mm-hmm. coffee is excellent very very excellent I love Analog Coffee yes which is uh, on Summit in uh, Capitol Hill also a great place to hang out it's quite small but it just it's a nice place to work uh, I almost always get a short latte there oh they use really good milk too yes. I should also say um, what else do I like I also really like Anchored Ship in Ballard they I've never. Tend- been to there. Use, um, they tend to use counterculture beans. Um, anyway, but it is on Ballard Avenue. It's tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, I should have disclaimed at the top of this episode that I know nothing about anything related to coffee. No, I'm, no, but you know what you like. I'm like, I'm like, you know, your your mom or dad's approach to like, you know, I I discovered espresso drinks in the late '80s, and uh, you know, I still think a mocha is pretty good, and I don't care where the beans come from. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I'm in Ballard, if I'm near Delancey, I really enjoy the coffee at the Fat Hen, which is like a cafe, but you can also just walk in there. You don't have to eat a full meal. You can get just coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do I like? Um, I like Herkimer coffee. Ah, oh, Coyle's Bake Shop in Greenwood. Um, it is a wonderful bakery. Hi, Rachel Coyle. However, they also, uh, they do great coffee there. I mean, and okay. by coffee, I mean espresso drinks. Yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, you can find us online at uh, Spilled Milk. We'll be, we'll be online because we're soaking up the Wi-Fi at our local Java den. <laughs> I think you mean Joe Java. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I didn't mention my favorite place of all. It's called Joe Java. 
<laughs> I it was founded hate by it. I mean, it makes my skin crawl when people refer to, to coffee as either Joe or Java. <laughs> I love there, a good cup of Java. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, this to be fair, this place which doesn't exist was founded by a guy named Joe from Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> So now I sound like a horrible, so horrible he, yeah, person. Yeah, comes by the name, honestly. Oh, fine. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can find us online at SpillBuckPodcast.com. Where we'll, uh, well, I took some pictures of some of the espresso drinks I drank this morning. We'll post some, one of that. I think I wrote a short story at some point, like in middle school <laughs> or something, it, that it involved a coffee house called Java. Can we post it? Uh, I don't think I'll ever be able to find it again. Thank okay. God. Can you summarize it? No. I just, I'm having a very vague memory. I don't of think this. I knew what a coffee house was in middle school. Uh, I don't know how I did. I mean, I lived in Oklahoma, but I, I don't know. I think I just did. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Is there some something newer than the espresso and tonic that we should know about? I feel like a col- as card carrying assholes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, uh, you know, like this whole business of like cold brew and cartons, cold brew yes. and bottles, cold brew everywhere. But this—that's not espresso. That's, no, that's we can, different. We should definitely taste some of those things on a future episode. We should. And I also have. Um, I, I did an article for Serious Eats about a year ago. Yeah, it was great. Um, about about coffee in Seattle, and I learned some really interesting stuff that I couldn't include in that piece. Can you tell about me about cold brew? Oh, so we should definitely do a cold brew episode. Can I admit something? Yeah. Whenever I say we should do that on a future episode, for a second, I always imagine like an image of the future with like flying cars and stuff. I'm so glad you do. That's adorable. <laughs> I think maybe what I'm imagining is like a scene from Futurama. Um, I don't know what that is. It's, uh, it's a cartoon. You you just alienated many of our viewers <laughs> okay. or listeners. Okay. Oh, good, because that's usually your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. First, I, I, yeah, on this episode, we uh, we admitted that one of us doesn't know what Futurama is. Um, I said people who are interested in coffee are assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I, I feel like we still have like maybe 30% of the audience left and oh, we only cool. have a what few sh- seconds left. What should left. we do to alienate them? Um... Oh, uh, let's sing. Let's sing something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do, can, can we get a request from the audience? Uh, what's one of the songs we put on Abby's playlist? Oh, many things. Probably Hunger Strike. Uh, maybe something by Bush. Before. Yeah. Um, well, we've definitely done it at karaoke. Um, maybe uh, uh, Gin Blossoms. You know what we could really do to alienate people? <laughs> uh, oh, we could drive around this town and let the cops chase us around. The past is gone, but something might be found to take its place. Is that... Uh, hey, hey, jealousy. <laughs> I was going to say that we could sing that Four Non Blonde song that everybody hates, myself included, but no, no, that- let, no, don't even start it. <laughs> All right. We would actually lose our last 30% of our <laughs> listeners because they'd be like, no. no. They'd be like, no. Ah! <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Matthew Hester Burton. <laughs> and I'm Molly Weisenberg. Oh, Alice, I love you. <laughs> Can that be our outtake? <laughs> Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.